Welcome to the Transom Podcast, a monthly roundup of the new features on the transom.org website, providing mathematical puzzles, games, learning activities, and the ever-popular mathematics lesson starter of the day. Here's your host, John Tranter. Welcome to the podcast for March 2017. I hope you're well. I'm good. Right, before we get into the main theme of this podcast, let's begin, as usual, with the puzzle of the month. Right, a 10 centimeter long hole is drilled straight through the center of a solid sphere. What is the volume of the remaining part of the sphere? Okay, so a 10 centimeter cylindrical hole is drilled straight through the center of a solid sphere, and you have to work out what is the volume of the remaining part of the sphere after this hole has been drilled out. So as usual, the answer will be at the end of this podcast. And uh, to give you some thinking time, let me tell you about games, maths games. Maths games that can be used instead of the traditional exercises. Because, well, if you think about it, the, the purpose of an exercise is to take a student through from simple confidence-building questions to harder questions that deepen the understanding of the topic. But in addition to this, the exercise should provide the repetitive practice needed to fuse the method into long-term memory. Now, this second objective, this uh, providing repetitive practice, it's a bit boring. So it is probably better catered for with a game instead of an exercise so that whoever's playing it can have a little bit of fun at the same time of doing the necessary exercise. Anyway, there are a number of games on the Transom website that particularly meet this need. So, for example, the first one, I think that the whole series of pairs games are very good when the concept is actually matching a name with a shape or a fraction with a decimal or something like that. They have to be, uh, the children have to be familiar with the, the corresponding um, item, the matches. And uh, rather than have this as an exercise, well, as well as having this as an exercise, why not play the traditional Pelmanism pairs game um, and a little bit of fun can be had into the bargain. Right, well, what about just plain ordinary numeracy? Well, there are lots of games on the Transom website that uh, practice different levels of numeracy. So one example is Digital Darts. Um, so it can be played with two players. And it involves uh, adding up, a little bit of multiplying, and uh, a bit of subtraction. So while having fun playing the game, some of these basic skills can be practiced. Rounding Snap is great fun if you haven't played it yet. It's, um, well, you know the Snap game, that if two cards match, you have to be the first one to put your hand over them and shout Snap. Well, Rounding Snap is a number of cards that have each got numbers on them, and if pairs of cards come up that round to the same value, then it qualifies as being a snap. 
if you see what I mean. So have a go at that, and uh, I'm sure your students will like it. Um, one of the most popular games, for some reason, on the web Transom website is one called Connect Four Factors. It's the traditional Connect Four game that's usually played in a sort of a plastic frame, dropping yellow and red counters into position. Well, this one is slightly different in terms of the objective, which is to get four factors in a row which have a common factor. So I'm sure that uh, most people would need practice at that skill at some point to uh, support their future learning of mathematics. So why not do it with a game? Connect four factors on the games page of the Transom website. Incidentally, all of the links here are in the newsletter for this month. So if you go to www.transom.org newsletter, you can uh, see all the links laid out for you. Okay, the next game, Choose Your Average, is one in which two players have to um, play to create a line of four or a square of four, depending on how you, you want to play it. Um, they're given a series of numbers and they have to choose which average will they will use to claim one of the squares on the board. So it's a little bit of fun, but it does practice mean, median, mode and range. You are listening to the Transum Podcast. You can find Transum Mathematics at www.transum.org. Okay, we're nearly there. Two Dice Bingo is a great favourite of mine, and I've played it uh, lots of times with different classes that I've taught over the years. It's um, to do with probability. Two Dices, well, that's in the title, so you probably guessed that two dice are involved. And the, uh, the, the numbers on the bingo card that are ticked off are either the sum, the product, or the difference between the numbers on the dice. And uh, the idea is that the students design their own bingo cards at the beginning of the activity. So they need to have an inkling of which numbers are most likely to come up when you do the operation that you've chosen. It's explained a lot better on the page itself, so go over to Two Dice Bingo and uh, have a go at that with your class. The last one in this little series of games is called High-Low Predictions. If those uh, older listeners might remember the Play Your Cards Right TV program, it's a version of that, but it uh, brings the probability right to the front of the game so that every time a, a guess is made, um, the probability of the guess being correct has to be calculated. So uh, have a look at that. High-low predictions. Oh, and as well as that list, there are actually two brand new games that have been um, uploaded, designed and written this month, or this last month. Uh, one's called What's Ado, and it requires quick thinking, where players need to turn cogs to catch flying numbers in the right sections. So it's a little bit of fun, but it also revises odd, even, prime, triangular, square and cube numbers. So that's fun. What's ado? And um, a fascinating one that uh, I haven't 
fully worked out the strategy for yet, even though it's up there ready for you to play. It's called the Square Pairs Game. It's for two players who take it in turns to select numbers that add up to square numbers. Um, so if you come up with a great strategy for that game, please let me know. A couple more new activities that have been added. One's called Mix and Math. Math without the S there. Um, and uh, you have to determine the nature of adding, subtracting and multiplying numbers with specific properties. Uh, it's a little five-minute activity. Um, could be developed into something to do with proof. But uh, have a look at it. Mix and Math and see what you think. Um, quite a substantial exercise has been added called Upper and Lower Bounds. It's a traditional exercise with five levels of difficulty and um, it's all to do with rounding errors. So upper and lower bounds, that's a new one for you to uh, let your students have a go at. And finally, a new set of game of circle game cards has been added to the circle game section so that you can now plas uh, play the, uh, the whole class game with simple equations. Okay, now for the answer to the puzzle posed at the beginning of the newsletter, which is about a 10-centimeter cylindrical hole drilled through the center of a sphere. Now, one approach is to let the sphere have a radius, let's say R, and then do some calculations, and you'll need the formulas for the volume of a sphere, the volume of a cylinder, and the volume of a spherical cap, the little bit that gets chopped off at the top and the bottom. But a much quicker method um, requires a little bit of creative thinking. Now, because I've actually given you this puzzle at the beginning of the podcast, you can safely assume that there is a solution. And as the size of the sphere was not given... It's also reasonable to assume that the solution is independent of any sphere dimensions. So in that case, you could consider the, the limiting case, the one in which the radius of the sphere is 5 centimetres and the radius of the spherical hole is 0. So the remaining volume would in this case be the total volume of the sphere of radius 5 centimetres which actually equals 524 cubic centimetres to three significant figures. Fascinating. Anyway, hope you enjoyed that. Um, don't forget to look at the GCSE 9 to 1 question bank. There's lots and lots of questions for you to practice before the exams come along in uh, May. Um, that's all for now. That's all for this month. See you next month. Bye. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Transom podcast. You can find the website at www.transom.org, where you're welcome to use all of the activities absolutely free. Or jump in with both feet and become a Transom subscriber.